So the deadline to decide, I think, is May 1st. Mm-hmm. So um, I had my AP chem test on May 1st, and I basically spent all weekend, like, still undecided. I was, like, talking to my college counselor, and she was like, Ben, like, I'm going to need you to decide. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you have to decide. Um, all my family was like, Ben, like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah. And so then, like, I was basically, like, awake all Sunday night, and May 1st was a Monday. Um, and so I woke up Monday, you know, after, like, an hour of sleep and was like, I'm going to take the AP Chem test without studying just so I can, like, take my mind off of, like, deciding where to go for college. <laughs> and so I took the AP Chem test in the morning, and then it's kind of, like, wandered around school talking to teachers and getting their advice on school, and then decided at about 11.58 p.m. on May 1st. Hey, college kids. Welcome back to my podcast, Who Cares About College? In today's episode, I'll be interviewing Ben. So Ben, could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Ben. Let's see, getting these questions. I'm from Maryland. Um, I'm a senior at the University of Maryland, College Park. I'm a double major in economics and political science. Um, I'm from Baltimore City. Lived here since I was like four. Um, so yeah, pretty much pretty much a Marylander. Okay. So let's start from the very beginning. So in your parents' eyes, or maybe in your eyes, what were their expectations for college? Were you expected to like reach for the stars or were they fine with you going wherever? Um, I mean, I like, wanted a good school. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them do have bachelors. So like they have an understanding of like academia and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely like, wanted a good school, but you know, weren't saying like I had to get into an Ivy league or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up applying for nine schools, roughly. Um, Maryland was like pretty much my safety school. It was like kind of the bottom of my list. And I was like, I wanted to be like the kid from high school who like went away out of state and like, mm-hmm. well, my friends went to UMD. Um, but you know, between cost and where I got in, like Maryland ended up being the one which I'm pretty happy with. I guess starting from elementary, middle school, were grades like a priority for you? Were you always a straight A student, always aced everything? Just you were a very, just a very good student, top of your class? <laughs> um, pretty good. Uh, I'd say, you know, like in the the gifted portion, the gifted and talented or whatever they called yeah, it. Yeah, the GT. Yeah. Um, I don't know if straight A's, you know, definitely tossed a couple B's in there. Um, but generally, yeah, you know, the upper upper part of the class. And when did you start thinking about the college process? And this can be anything, just thinking about schools, thinking about Uh, maybe extracurriculars you wanted to get into. I mean, I remember in like, I don't know, maybe sixth grade, I was like at my mom's office for a day, you know, like we had a day off school or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like telling all her colleagues that I was like going to go to Harvard. And I was like, I don't know, it's like, it's like a family joke. Um, But let's see, probably seriously thinking about it, like sophomore year. Um, just like you know counselors at high school started to like say like here's what you should be looking at and thinking about so going into high school was it an analytical approach or was it more of a free like free reign approach did you go into high school saying I'm going to try to get I don't know 11 APs if your high school offered that many I'm going to try to have a leadership position in these clubs did you come in with a set goal in mind or were you more kind of discovery just discovering what worked for you and such um i guess more 
Like, I don't know if I was going in, like, saying, like, I need to take all the APs I can, but it was mm-hmm. definitely more focused on, like, doing the best... <laughs> um, doing the best courses and, like, you know, getting the best grades. The, um, what extracurriculars was I in? I was in... I did soccer for three and a half years. Um, I, like, kind of did student government, but not seriously. Mm-hmm. Um... I feel like I did other things. I don't oh, know. I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah, I just like cannot think of. I did swimming for one year. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend just kind of like roped me into it, and I was like, "What the hell?" Um, yeah, no, the extracurriculars, I guess, were definitely a side thing. Um, it was more about the classes. Okay, and you mentioned earlier, I mean, before we started this, that you went to a STEM-oriented school. So, can you talk us through that a little bit? How did how was your high school experience a little bit different from a traditional public school. So Baltimore is kind of weird. Most of our high schools are magnet schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, when you graduate, when you're like coming out of eighth grade, you choose which one to go to. Um, and like based on your, your test scores and your grades, they say whether you can get into that school or not. Um, oh, so you could choose which high school you attended? Yeah, pretty wow. much. So they also have zoned high schools, but those ones aren't very good. Um, what's a zoned high school? Like, you know, like your, the school that's like in your zone, Mm, like your school zone, um, do it very differently than the counties do it. Um, so basically there's like three or four like main high schools in in Baltimore that like everyone wants to go to. Um, so there's one that does an international baccalaureate, um, that's city college. And then there's Baltimore Polytechnic, which is where I went that does more of a STEM focused education. Um, and so we start with, and then I was in like a more advanced STEM program within the STEM high school, um, just cause I really wanted to like put it, lay it on myself. Um, so I'm trying to think it's been so long. Um, freshman year, I guess was eight years ago. My God. Um, You're so old now, huh? I, uh, <laughs> um, you said it, not me. Um, we started, I guess, with like algebra two in like freshman year. Maybe that makes sense. And then like, but we also did like geometry, trig, and stats, like all in the first two years. Um, whoa, 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 wait a sec. So I understand it's a techie school and obviously STEM is going to be a priority. Yeah. But you took traditional like English, social, social yeah, studies yeah. and stuff like that. But we would do a lot of like half, like one semester courses. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so I think trigonometry and statistics were both one semester courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then geometry and algebra were both full year. Um, so that's kind of how that worked out. But then I ended up taking AP statistics like a couple years after that. Mm-hmm. And then we did um, AP Calc 1, AP Calc 2. So really got the math like all the way in there. Yeah. Um, we had like a... like innovation and technology course which was like a little bit of like engineering a little bit of science a little bit of whatever else um, i have a question so you said you're yeah. not really into stem and engineering so if you could choose which high school you want to go to why did you choose the stem one <laughs> was it just like That's oh it's gonna look question. impressive like, i have truly no idea um for one, it was, the, it was like a couple blocks from my house. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that was like 
a major calculus in my decision because like my best friend lived around the corner and he went to the other high school, which is like 20 minutes away. Um, so that wasn't like a major part of it. Um, it just like, I always like felt like I was going to go to this high school. Destiny. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of like, it seemed like a logical, logical progression for me. Um, we actually, my friend's parents like started this thing that we did every year where, um, the eighth graders would kind of like all go to someone's house. Um, like all the eighth graders were invited and they would invite like five kids from each high school. Cause they're the, like I said, the two biggest high schools, um, and would kind of like a panel discussion. And so all the kids would get to ask of the students and then all the parents would also get to ask because the parents were all like type a like super like my kid needs to go to the right high school kind of thing mm-hmm. and most of it ended up being um you know you're going to be fine at either high school um i am pretty happy that i did the stem one because i think it's like like i have a pretty strong like liberal arts background and like side of you know everything that i work on so it's good to have like a little bit of stem to toss in there and like understand it uh, so as I understand it, so you had a STEM e-school and what I understand from these schools is you do your regular mandatory main like core subjects, but was it like whenever you had an elective open, it was usually filled in with something STEM related? Is that how it went? Oh boy. Because you took so many maths in your first two years. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Um, I don't know if we really had that many elective options. Oh, was Um, it kind of planned out for you? Pretty much. I think like junior, senior year of high school, we had a bit more flexibility in terms of what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took like AP. What? Let's see. What was an option that I took? I can't remember. Um, we had like AP econ, which I don't think I was able to fit in. There was some like internships that people did. I ended up doing an internship my senior year, which is like partly like a research practicum, part internship thing. Mm-hmm. So that was like a um, up to you, like a you know, elective, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the first two years I think were pretty strict on what we did. Okay, and by the end of high school, when you were submitting your college apps, how many APs did you take in all of high school? Uh, so it's funny. I was actually on the College Board website the other day because I just saw that they, you know, changed the SAT stuff, and I was like, just to like see what my scores were. So I was on the website. I, I want to say I did like about ten. Ten. Okay. And uh, where did that place up. you in your school? Because I mean, you go to I guess a competitive school. Where did where were you in terms of rank top? Um, like my class maybe? position. Yeah, class position around there. I was exactly the twentieth person or like 20th percentile because i remember we had like an awards banquet thing like at the end of senior year and i was like exactly the last person um who got like in the top 20 or something like that top 20 like students i think so it was either percentile or students i don't remember okay Uh, and what about your gpa where was that so long ago (laughs) um i mean it was it was pretty good um, I mean, like if I was the 20th person, it was, I think my, my graduate class was about 350. Um, so if I was the 20th out of 350, I imagine it was pretty good. I oh, yeah, I'm a, it's probably greater than like a 3.9, right? Between 3.9 yeah. and 4.0. I want to say weighted. It was probably like a 4.5. Mm-hmm. I'm just pulling up my AP 
scores. I can actually tell you how many I took. Oh yeah. And can you tell us like the average score that you had on your AP test? Yeah. So I took modern world history, government and politics, U.S. history, physics one, physics two, English language, Calc AB, statistics, English literature, and chemistry. Okay. So that is. Um, okay, cool. I can count. Um, <laughs> Good. And then I got a three or a four on all of them, except for government. I got a five. Okay. So your average was about like a a higher three point something. Okay. And let's move on to SAT. And this is, I mean, very important to me specifically because I am a Maryland student and UMD is a very likely option for many reasons. First of all, it's a great school in general. And I know, or maybe this is just a rumor. With an almost perfect SAT score, which is what we take in Maryland, most people take the SAT, you can get a full ride or a full tuition to Maryland. Is that true or not? If I got a 1590 on the SAT and my GPA was a 4.0 unweighted and my GPA is probably going to be about a 4.7, 4.8 weighted when I graduate. So could I get a full ride or full tuition because of that? They don't do it based solely on the scores. Um, I have a couple of friends who have, like are on full ride. I think Maryland called the Banneker Key Scholarship. Okay. Um, so there's a couple of people who are on full ride, um, but it also comes down to like your essay and your extracurricular, you know, like your admissions essay. Um, oh, so if like two people have relatively the same SAT score and then GPA, what distinguishes like how they decide is based on like extracurriculars and essays? I'd imagine so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't work in admissions. <laughs> Thankfully, it's a job I would never want deciding who gets what. But um, I think that's probably, you know, the deciding factor. And going into high school, again, you know, the full ride, full tuition, it's based on multiple things. But one of the key factors is your like grades and SAT score. So going into high school, did you think to yourself, it's a very likely chance that I may go to UMD. So I should strive for like as high of a score as possible, as high of a GPA as well? Well, like I said, Maryland was like actually bottom of my list. Um, Very bottom. Or like, I think maybe Pittsburgh was one beneath Maryland. Um, but um, yeah, no, I, you know, I wanted good grades and everything just so I can, like, I did want to get into an Ivy League. That was kind of my goal. Okay. Um, and so, you know, I wanted good grades for that, but I wasn't like, it was more just, you know, I wanted to get into the best college I could. It wasn't so much of like where I was going. UMD was near the bottom of your list. UMD is such a great school. What is this? No, no, it is. And I'm like, like I said, I'm really, really happy I'm there. It was like more that I wanted to. So much, like I think about 20% of my high school went to Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I very much just wanted to get away from that. Break you free know, from I the nest. Exactly. Okay. So let's go back to SAT. So can you tell us the preparations that either you took or your school took to like prepare you for the test? And then what did you end up getting? I'm a pretty good test taker. It's just like, I've always been pretty good, you know, especially like the very like, um, excuse me, like logical multiple choice kind of tests. Um, so I think I definitely had an SAT book, you know, did a couple questions through there. I had an SAT tutor for like maybe two or three sessions. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't like very formal. It was a neighbor who like does it as a part-time job and my parents paid him like 50 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And honestly, I don't think he was that helpful except for just making me actually sit down and do the tests. Um, you know, like I knew my parents were paying for it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and like take the time to do these. Um, so I took the SAT twice and I took the ACT twice. Um, oh, why did you take them both? Just because I'm chaotic and I wanted to take more tests. <laughs> um yeah, I know, like, the ACT is, like, bigger for, like, out west. Um, but I think I've also heard that it's, like, no, that's not true. Um, I don't know. You know, I just kind of wanted to see what I could do on both of them. Um, so the SAT, I got, it's actually funny. So both with the SAT and the ACT, I did better the first time I took both of them. And the second time I took both of them, I did worse. Um so I had a 1440 on the SAT and then I had a 35 on the ACT, which was like amazing. Wow. Yeah. That is really good. Um, and and that which, was sc- funny. which score I, did you end up submitting the ACT or SAT? Both. Oh, both. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the hell, you know, mm-hmm. that okay. made the much more impressive. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to actual extracurriculars now. So you mentioned soccer. So let's start with that. When did you start soccer? And then like, Honestly, I have no idea how sports work in high school. I have no interest in like football (laughs) team or whatever, but can you tell us about like the soccer, why you started, where you started and then where you ended up, were you captain or something? Um, so I was, let's see, I started playing soccer for a club, like a local club team, Mm -hmm. um, outside of school in sixth or seventh grade. Um, and so I did that through junior or senior year of high school. Um, and then once high school started, I also started playing for the high school team. Um, mm. I want to say I was captain of JV, but again, that was so long ago. I'm not sure. Um, and then played for, um, let's see, I played varsity sophomore year, junior year, and part of senior year. But then senior year, I was working at a local restaurant. I was also doing an internship. Um, and then also school and college applications. And so I stopped playing soccer, um, which was like disappointing because I had spent so much of my life playing soccer and I love soccer, but, um, it was like, there's just other things going on. I also didn't get captain my senior year, which I was like super salty about. And my friend did get it. And I thought he was a schmuck and like, didn't deserve it. And so it definitely was like kind of salty and like maybe quit for that reason partially. Um, but I also had like some good excuses as to like why I did not have time to play. Okay. But you were quite committed to soccer overall because you, I mean, you obviously can't start high school sports till you're in high school, but overall for soccer, you did start like in middle school, right? So it yeah. was pretty long for you. It was a commitment. Yeah. Um, I mean, we would play for the club team. We had practiced like two or three nights a week and then like games on weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during fall season, like the club kind of would die down because they knew we were all playing at high school. Um, and then during, so for high school, we had practice four days a week and games one, one or two days a week. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So wait, okay. Soccer aside, what other extracurriculars did you do as well? Right. Take your time. Um, yeah, I like truly, Oh, we had like kind of a ski club at high school, which is fun. Um, it was like super chill. Um, basically like this one teacher, he would, take his van and just like whatever kids wanted to go skiing 
and we drive like an hour and a half from Baltimore up to York, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. where there's like a tiny little ski hill. Um, and so we would go like every Friday afternoon. Um, and so I think I started that junior year um, and got pretty into it. We would go like almost every Friday, like from late December through March, um, just because it was like, you know, we paid for it. So why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was pretty great. It was just like we would all just the second school ended, we'd like run to his classroom, like change into ski gear and then just like hop in his car. Um, and then it was, it was so funny. He would just like, we'd get to the mountain and he would just leave us. He'd like go off on his own and like do his snowboarding. And we'd sometimes like cross paths with him on the mountain. Um, but otherwise he was like, yeah, go have fun guys. Just be back at the car at 10 PM. So was this like an official club or was this it more? Was, it was, it was but it was like so like chill that it seemed not official. Interesting. Okay. And uh, anything so, else before we get onto like internship and working yeah, yeah, yeah. senior year? Um, yeah, like I said, I did kind of student government, but like I never really had an official position, I think. And I like did not really care that much. I kind of just like hung around. Okay. Yeah. I like, I don't, re- I just don't remember at all. Um, I should, I should like try to find a resume from high school or something, see what I did. Don't leave out anything because I just interviewed a guy, right? He goes to MIT. He forgot to tell me he was a Coca-Cola scholar until the very last minute. So if you have anything like that, don't leave that out. All right. Let me see. Um, Yeah, no, I think it looks like I guess just what year was this? Oh, my God. It's so funny looking at my resume from high school compared to my resume for college now. They're like so different. College is much more impressive. Um, so I also tutored at my Sunday school, mm-hmm. um, like my synagogue. So I do that Sunday mornings. Um, How long did you do that for? Three years. Three years. So I guess from like 2013. Oh, I have my dates. 2012 to 2015. Um so let's see, from when I was 13 until I was 16. Okay, so like um, freshman-ish, eighth grade to like about sophomore, junior year? That sounds about right, yeah. Um, you know, I would babysit and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was so much more busy. I don't know. I don't know what I did in high school. <laughs> okay, so if that's all you can remember for now, let's go on to senior year. So you mentioned an internship. Can you take us through the process, like, why you started, how you started, and then what you actually did? So we have this program called Research Practicum, which is where four days a week, um, like after lunch, basically, you would just go to a local place and do research. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like my high school is like three blocks from Johns Hopkins. Oh, Um, so lucky. And so a lot of kids would just go to Hopkins and do like undergrad research with, or like, you know, they'd work with PhD students and do like really cool stuff. Um. Like I said, I'm not into STEM, so I was not into that. Um, and so some kids started their basically start the summer after sophomore year, um, and then do it all throughout junior year, summer after junior year, and then senior year. Um, and so they would get really, really like fantastic projects. Um, I did not do that. I started my senior year, and so I was working at the Baltimore City Health Department on this project about implementing telemedicine in schools. Um, 
without getting too nitty gritty, basically like some school, some public schools also serve as like the local community doctor. And so it was about like implementing telemedicine practices at those doctor's offices within the school so that they could like broaden their impact and broaden their outreach mm-hmm. for medical care. So I was kind of like looking into like doing a pilot program for them. It never went anywhere. I didn't learn that much. The guy I was working for, like didn't really know what to do with me. Um, but it was like, first of all, cool to like get out of, um, school. Second of all, it was like cool to like work in a real place. And I like met some really cool people. Um, I don't know if you know, Leanna, Wen. she was, um, she's been on TV a bunch with like COVID stuff. She's a former Baltimore city health commissioner. And then she was the president of Planned Parenthood for a year. Um, Did you work with her? I didn't like work with her directly at all, but her office was like really close to mine or close to my little cubicle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could like go kind of like pretend to like say hi sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her like special assistant worked at the desk like across from me and like had gone to Harvard and then was going back to Harvard for med school. And so she was like a good person to like get to know. Interesting there. So did you do some networking there? Just like connect with as Heavily. many people? Definitely. Heavily. And I'm actually, one guy I met there, he was their communications director, mm-hmm. um, like for the health department. And I'm actually still in touch with him. Um, turns out his dad goes to my synagogue and I like saw him at synagogue like three years after I left the health department. I was like, hey, wait a minute. Um, so he and I text every once in a while. Um, he's pretty well connected in like Maryland politics, um, which like, Serves useful to you. Hmm. Exactly. Um, You know, as I've been like building a political profile, um, you know, stay in touch with him. So definitely, definitely worked out. Definitely also gave me, you know, just like working in an office experience. Did you like the working in an office experience? Yeah. Oh, kind of. It was like, it was weird just because like. Different from high school. Different from high school. And it was weird because I I was both doing an internship, but also research. It was kind of like a weird mix. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And can you tell us, you said that you worked in a restaurant senior year as well. So can you talk about that a little? Yeah, I started that like this, I don't know, maybe in August or July before my senior year. It was like a pizza place that had just opened near my house. Um, like a fancy, like sit down pizza place kind of thing. Um, so I was just like a busboy, you know, taking dishes from dirty tables and putting them to the kitchen doing whatever odd jobs had to be done, filling mm-hmm. up napkin holders, filling up cutlery, that kind of thing. Um, but then, so worked on that kind of, I think at first I was doing like four or five nights a week, um, then dropped that down as school and college applications became, you know, much more pressing. Um, I think then I was doing like maybe two or three nights a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stopped for a while, like, in the late part of senior year, just because like everything was getting too much and then started working again, ended up like working my way up to like actually making pizza, which was cool. Um, which is like still a skill I have. Like oh, you want to make, make pizza from dough. is like really cool. You know, like tossing the dough and everything. Um, so it was fun. Um, you know, some good side money wasn't particularly like, I don't know, working in a restaurant sucks. Um, but it's like a good thing to like, Mm-hmm. you know know how to do and do service work for people and most importantly you learned how to make pizza which is you know really the important. most imp- really yeah. important skill on 
everyone's going to ask that in an interview. So, yeah. Well, it was funny. I used to have on my resume, I had, um, you know, busboy, uh, server, whatever else positions I had. Um, but then my like last bullet under that job was like, can eat an entire pizza in like three minutes or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know small flex. Do you have any advice for writing resumes in high school? Cause I'm also in the process of potentially getting an internship. Right. But like, I understand I have to submit my, uh, resume and I have to have an interview and then see if I can get into the program. So I have, and I have no idea how to do a resume. So do you have any advice for that? Yeah, not really. <laughs> no, not really. Um, like, I'm just like, now that you were asking me like what I did in high school, I like went back and looked at it and it was like, my resume just looks so boring. I also don't know where it just disappeared on my desktop too. Um, there it is. It's like, um, I don't know. I think the important thing, definitely keep it to a page, like one single page. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard that before. Um, well, I have a limit, so I can't go past a page. Um, yeah, keep it to a page. Don't go like too into detail on anything. Because um, like, you know, if something's important, you'll talk about it in the interview. It's just supposed to be like a really like 5,000 foot view of like what you've done. Um like, should yeah. you exaggerate anything? Like, instead of saying I was a waiter at a restaurant, should you say, like, I did this, 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 these were my responsibilities? Should you make it seem more than, like, it is? Not really. You know, most people know what a waiter did, what a waiter does. Okay. Um, you know, what what I would do is say, like, let me see, what do I have? Um, like, waiter, comma, Polly G's restaurant, comma, like, when you work there and then like maybe two or three bullets under that saying your responsibilities. Um, or if you had multiple positions there, you could say waiter for like in that top one. And then in your bullets was like also bus boy, also dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Yeah. I also had, so this is, this is like a really random thing. We cut down a big tree in our front yard. Um, like my sophomore year of high school, maybe. And as they were like carting it all away, my mom like told them to keep the wood. Um, and we didn't have a fireplace in our house, but all of our neighbors did. And she was like, oh no, you know, the neighbors would love to have the firewood. Um, and so they dumped all the wood out and she didn't realize that the pieces were like literally five feet large, like wide. Mm-hmm. Like they were literally just like slices of tree trunk. Um, and our neighbors were like, we can't put that in our fireplace. Like it's bigger than the fireplace. So she bought me an ax and basically was like, have at it. Like you can sell the wood yourself. Um, so I sold firewood for like, like in and out of high school, um, which is like a fun little side job. Um, that, that must so have I been had, a like, big tree to be selling a bunch of firewood. I think I probably made like $2,500 off of selling it wood, <laughs> like wow. over the course of the entire tree. Mm-hmm. It was like a, you know, a full size tree. Um, but so I have like owner of my firewood business. Um, which like, oh. it wasn't an official business or anything, but like still counts, yeah. you know, but, like, you know, for your exaggeration point, I guess I could say that. Okay. Okay. So we've gotten through the, you know, high school transcript extracurricular part. So let's go into actual college applications stuff. So number one is recommendation letters. Again, how did you approach it? Who did you get them from? So I actually remember this was an issue 
common app requires two teachers, like junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the teacher whom I was closest to was a teacher from sophomore year. So yeah, sophomore year. Um, so I actually asked him first and asked another teacher from junior year. Um, and then had to ask a third teacher cause I needed, you know, another junior year teacher. Um, so the one guy who I was really close to was my government teacher. I was constantly like bugging him with questions and stuff like after school. And we would just like, even in class, like we would be just like debating and having a good time. Um, so he was a really good recommender. I think I did my English teacher and my history teacher. Um, the history teacher was another really good one. Cause he and I also debated all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, like we would literally just be debating like everything in class and like the entire class would just be like sitting there, like watching the two of us, like go back and forth, like a ping pong ball. Um, but you know, like it builds like rapport with them and they understand, like, you know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, ask those three, um, you know, never read the recommendations cause you never get to see them, but I got them to school. So I guess they were good enough. Recommendation letters aside. And then, yeah, basically you just picked the teachers that you thought would say something good about you. The ones that you were close to. Yeah, it was the ones who I was close to. I think, like, the relationship that you build with them is, like, the most important thing. You know, not so much if they're going to say something good or not, mm-hmm. but it was, like, more just, like, the ones whom I knew well or who I thought knew me well. Um, I guess that's the most important thing is, like, the ones who you think know you well and who can, like, not just, like, write, write something nice about you, but, like, who actually know you and can, like, speak to your character. So was this something that you came across yourself or... Are you like me and like watch a bunch of hack videos about college application process and learn? We had like, so we had a lot of college counsel. Like I went to like an inner city high school. And so they like do focus a lot on like getting the kids through the college process. Mm-hmm. So the program that I was in had its own college counselor. And then the school itself had two or three college counselors. So between the four of them, like we had like tons and tons of assistance. Um, and so we could, kind of go to them for help i definitely didn't watch any like videos or anything but um yeah okay so recommendation letters we finished with okay let's go on to actual application so number one let's start with how you picked the schools that you wanted to go to can you tell us like the main things that you looked for and then of course the schools that you choose chose to apply to (sighs) let's see okay first i'll do schools um Harvard, Northwestern, Dartmouth, Brown, Davidson down in North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Maryland, Pittsburgh, oh, Wash U in St. Louis and Georgetown. Um, those are in no specific order. Um, let's see, how did I pick those? I definitely like didn't, I know some kids, you know, who applied to like all the Ivies and they were like, I need to get into an Ivy. I need to go to an Ivy. So I'm going to apply to all of them. That definitely wasn't me. Um, I visit, I only visited Harvard, I think. Is that uh, the only college tour you did? No, that's the only Ivy league tour I did. Mm. Um, I think, Oh, I did UPenn. Um, so I think, I guess like the main deciding factor for me was like, I really wanted a college campus. Um, you know, I didn't want to have an urban campus and I didn't want to like be in the middle of nowhere. Um, I wanted something where it was like clear that there was like the college campus, but then like nearby was like an urban area. 
Um, so most of those fit that description. Um, didn't want something huge, which is, I guess, why I ended up at a huge state school. Um, I'm trying to think what are the things were like important. Honestly, just like vibes. <laughs> um, I wish there was like a better thing, but like, I remember like the day I toured New Chicago, it was like snowing and cold and just like not a great day and just like didn't give a great vibe for the campus. And so that just like. So Northwestern was somehow better. <laughs> Still yeah, cold. Northwestern like a day before or a day after. Also, the like Northwestern's campus is so pretty. Um, the homes around the campus are yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. So like U Chicago. Um, also, though, again, like it didn't fit my criteria of like it was very urban. You know, it's very like enmeshed in the city. I remember I walked around NYU, and again, it was like you can't really tell where the city stops and the school begins. Um, so I just didn't like that. Um, Yeah, I'm tr- I guess that was like most of my criteria. Like, you know, most of them have pretty good political science programs and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Georgetown, like, yeah. honestly, political science. Yeah. So you knew what you wanted to do before you actually went into college? Most of them, you know, they you have to apply as something or other. Um, you know, you, you have to even just like say your intention or something like that. Um, so... Yeah, you know, I had a pretty good sense that I wanted to do something liberal arts-y, probably mm-hmm. politics. Um, I added econ in my at the end of my freshman year of college, so I didn't have that initially. Initially, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I think I applied for pretty much all of them as like political science or government. Okay, okay, and. Okay, let's go on to actual applications. So did you apply to all of these th- through Common App? <laughs> Georgetown has its own application. I remember that one was complicated. Um, let's see. I mean, most of them definitely were Common App. Maryland used to have its own application. I think we now use the Coalition app or the, you know, there's two major like Common App type ones um there's the common what's the app. difference between common app and coalition it's just it's really not nothing it's just like which one they decide to use i think oh, wow. um you know they might ask a few different like minor questions um i think one of them used to be one of them used to ask about um whether you had been incarcerated before um which like a lot of people thought was like a problem uh, um and that was like you know discouraging people from applying Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise I think they're pretty much the same so anyway Maryland and Georgetown had their own applications and I want to say all the other oh Pittsburgh had its own application but that was the easiest one. Oh my god it was literally like submit your test scores and then like three 150 word essays um, so like 450 words total on three different questions which That's is like not easy you have less words to express your answer so I was about to say, yeah, it's like it that makes it more difficult, but also like I literally banged out that application in like two hours. Um and I like I think I might have even done that one first, and it was just like it felt really cathartic to like have applied to college and like, you know, at least like I applied somewhere. Like mm-hmm. even if I get into none of my other schools, like I applied somewhere and it like felt really good. Um I ended up getting almost a full ride to Pittsburgh. Um because like the, that was basically like my safety school. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think all the other ones were common app. Okay, so for I mean, does Coalition have one big essay too, like a relatively large essay? I don't know. I didn't app? use Coalition. I, like Maryland. Oh Trans- yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> you can't be confused there. Okay, but for the big essay, that's. I believe it's 650 words now. Mm-hmm. So what did what was your topic for that? How did you approach it? Was it very hard for you or did you easily find a topic? Did you like write a bunch of drafts or was it last minute? Uh, no, definitely had a bunch of drafts. That was another thing where we had like a family friend who like kind of does it as a side business help me with it, um, which like definitely was a privilege. She was like massively helpful. Um, I mean, yeah, she was great. Um, also like really snarky with me, but like in a good way, she was like, Ben, like, this is stupid. Rewrite this. Um, I wrote it. Okay. Um, I started it with like having gone door knocking with my dad for Obama in 2008 Mm -hmm. when I was nine years old and how that like gave me like an interest in politics. I don't remember where I took it though. Oh, I took it in the direction of like how like, politics needs to like work for people after like freddie gray um because like freddie gray happened my sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. um and so i kind of took it that direction of like you know i have this great idea of like what the government can be but it, like needs to work for people or something mm-hmm. um i think that's i feel like that's how i remember it um i remember the difficult part of it though was the common app was 650 and the maryland one was 500 so i had to delete like a paragraph and, like, you know, I had spent, like, two months, like, you know, perfecting exactly, like, 649 words or something. And mm-hmm. then had to delete, like, a massive section. Wow. Okay. I spent a lot of time on it. Like, I remember I probably went through 10 drafts, at least. Interesting. And I know you went through a lot of drafts. And usually when you go through a bunch and edit it a bunch, it turns out to be good. But would you say your writing level is relatively high? Yeah, I think I'm a pretty good writer. Um, and also, like, it definitely improved, like, with writing the application. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I definitely, like, know that my writing now is, like, a result of partly writing that application. And what about your little supplemental essays? You know, every application has them. So did you also go through drafts of that, or was that more? Definitely wanna... not as much. Um, but, yeah, probably a couple a couple drafts. Um I was like, I remember I was so focused on the main essay that like when I got mostly done with the main essay and then I was like, damn, I got to write more. Um, but yeah, I think that was, yeah, I probably still went through a couple drafts of that. Okay. Okay. And so we've gone through all of this. Now tell us which schools did you get into? So I did Harvard and Maryland early. Mm-hmm. Harvard, I got deferred. Maryland, I got in. Um, Dartmouth, I got waitlisted. Difference between deferred and waitlisted. What is it? Deferred. So Harvard, I applied early. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they deferred me. So they said like, basically we need to see another semester of work from you to see whether you like qualify to get in. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're kind of basically kicking you out of the early action pool and putting you, you know, like the difference between early action and regular. Oh yeah. So they just put you in the regular pool to check over. Okay. Um, and then I didn't get in through regular. Um, got into Maryland, got into Pittsburgh. Um, 
Georgetown, the application was due the night of Obama's farewell speech, I remember. And I was feeling like so inspired by Obama that I rewrote my entire essay like an hour before it was due. And then it was absolute crap. Um, so that definitely screwed me over. Um, I think Wash U, I did not get in. Davidson, I didn't get in. Northwestern, I did get in. Um, I think the, you know, like the admissions interviews played a big role in a lot of those. You got interviews? Yeah. So a lot of like the private schools, you know, they all do these admissions interviews where like they set you up with a local alumni. Uh huh. Um, and so I feel like I'm like a very like, you know, I like to talk. And so I think that like helped a lot with some of those. Um, at least I think so. Who knows? And how did the, can you just tell us, so Northwestern you did an interview for, right? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about the interview? What What do they exactly ask you? What do they talk about? So it was actually, this is a slight conflict of interest, but it was actually like a family friend. Um, oh. Not supposed to be someone that you know. Um, if the Northwestern pe- admissions people see this, you know. <laughs> um, but so yeah, it was a family friend. We just like met at a local coffee shop and talked about like school and careers and, you know, what I was interested in. Um what I had done, what he had done. Um, Do they specifically ask you like, oh, what are you going to bring to Northwestern? Why should Northwestern accept you? I don't think so. Definitely was not that formal. Um, Okay, so like more just like a conversation? Oh, totally. Um, The Georgetown one, the Northwestern one, both I just like had at a local coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Um, The Harvard one, it was like a doctor and I had to meet him at the hospital in like a conference room. We had actually a great conversation at like, you know, went totally like off the rails, but in a good way. Um, trying to think where else I had an interview. I can't remember. Oh, Brown. I had Brown. I had a really bad interview and that probably like sunk my admissions. Um, I think those were the only ones. Okay. So you get in and then, so you get into Pittsburgh, right? You get into UMD, you get into Northwestern. So again, how did you pick? I mean, you were telling me earlier, but like you have to say it again for the yeah. podcast. So tell us like going through and finally settling on UMD. So Pittsburgh, like just really had no interest in it. Um, they did give me a lot of money, which was like nice, but um, just like wasn't interested. Um, yeah, Northwestern was up there. They actually brought me out for admitted students day. They like gave me a voucher to like buy a flight, um, which was really cool. So that was fun. Um, yeah, ultimately, it really just came down to money. Um, I think it was. I think it was pretty much between Northwestern and Maryland. Um, you know, I was like waiting for the Dartmouth waitlist, but I wasn't super. You know, didn't really like my chances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at that point, I when they said like you know the waitlist is closed or whatever, I was like, fine. You know, I've already settled on Maryland. I'm like good with it with my decision um but yeah ultimately it was like northwestern with financial aid went from like 75 to 50 and maryland went from 27 to like three so it was kind oh, of just, yeah. a lot of people were saying like yeah you know going to a prestigious school like northwestern can definitely help you but in the long run like you're gonna be so laid down with debt that you know you'll be happy that you went the easier route and i am yeah and i mean like i am 
Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming because of your financial aid with Northwestern only went to 50, your family's probably like middle class. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, that's ridiculous. I mean, like middle class people, they don't get any financial aid. Like if you're like, you know, in a first generation low income, a lot of time you get most of your tuition paid. If you're, I mean, once you reach a certain point, I mean, your parents can probably just pay the price tag. Right. But then like middle class people are stuck with like, am I going to go into a bunch of debt or should I just settle, settle for my state school or something? No, this is this is like the major problem with American higher education. It, like it's just absolutely, you know, it screws over everyone at every level. Yeah. And like middle class people, I mean, I mean, I would say I have to go through this too. Of course, I'm worried about whether I'm going to get into the school, but more importantly, like, can I even afford it? Because who cares if I get in? If I can't afford it, it means nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.